You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we'll talk about the Bulls' tough weekend, suffering two tough losses. We'll also talk about some of the concerning stats surrounding this team and preview the week ahead. We'll get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bear Central. My boy wearing that merch. That merch is fire. Y'all gonna get y'all Windy City Breeze. New merch. That's fire. That's fire. But you know one thing that's not fire? The play of this dang team, brother. It's been rough, bro. It's been rough, man. Like, now they've been in games, right? Even even taking over the lead at one point in the fourth quarter against the Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to Vooch for outplaying Joel Embiid. As much as Joel wants to do the I, I own you guys and the Aaron Rodgers stuff, Vooch outplayed you in that game, my boy. But with that being said, we still, they did get the win. He hit the game-winning shot, so he deserves to talk a little crap there. Yep. How do you feel about the Bulls play over the course of these weekend games, brother? Here's my issue with the Chicago Bulls over the course of this weekend. It is not the fact that we sat Zach Levine versus the Spurs. It is not the fact that we have a game plan coming through. This is still beginning of the season. A lot of things can go right. A lot of things can go wrong. Here's my issue. Your plan only works if your number one player comes back and plays well. The Chicago Bulls come out of these games flat starting off quarters and then in the second of a back-to-back that you sat your best player he can't play well he's not in rhythm he's not we can't make them excuses all season i'm looking directly at zach levine on this philly game the spurs game all right listen you you sit your guy right um you're you're trying to rest guys i mean you saw booch play 26 minutes in that game you knew what the game plan was going into that right the bulls are going to concede certain games this season but I'm looking directly at our $200 million play. And I'm saying, if you're going to be the guy that is getting load managed, guess what? On the backside of that load management, you need to come out and be a dog. You need to come out and ball out. There's a lot of other things that we can look at, but I'm sorry. Zach Levine's starting off this game with low energy. Zach Levine's starting off these games not getting to the bucket, not being aggressive, not scoring. That's a problem. I got to disagree with you there because Zach Levine did still score in this game, and he but he stepped up big time defensively. Zach Levine's defensive in, rating in just this game was a 102. Zach Levine stepped up defensively in this game. Yes, he missed some big shots down the stretch that he needed to hit. And even him, I did like seeing him say that he that he missed Vooch. Vooch was wide open. He should have passed the Vooch on there. But you can't expect, and we've talked about this all the time, 
you like yeah he started off flat the whole team started off flat the whole team started off first quarter is terrible he can't do that he, he can't can because that. he's still a he, player he's 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 not he's not a but, a, a, but off like, of rest he's not a per, it doesn't matter he's not a perfect player when you give the defensive effort if Zach Levine did what he usually did defensively I would give you that but when he stepped up majorly defensively we're not, we're talking about a career one thirteen defensive rating to be in in a one oh three. He stepped up big time in that, bro. Off arrest, of I gotta look at you. I gotta look at you a little side eye because here's the thing: you're the only one that has energy. Demar Derozan played thirty six minutes. You still can't, th- you still can't throw, any, throw anybody any bell. At the end of the day, this team did not execute defensively at 100%. all, and they got 100%. themselves when you allow ten three pointers in the first quarter as a team. When you have when you come into this season, or so far this season, you have a negative net, net rating of negative thirty in first quarters. That you can't just blame that all on one person. Y- I, yes, I, I get the rest, I get all that, but this is still a team sport. This team failed defensively in the first quarter of that game. Hundred percent, but who do we expect to come out with energy? Who's it's not who's, just about energy though? Who, who, you can you can have a lot of energy and still suck. It's not just about energy. But but you got you, your your team looked low energy, low like there has to be somebody to get this team going. Come on, let's go. We got to pick it up. We got to. There, there has to be a leader in that first quarter. And while Demar, yeah, he he can come in and he can still do that and play well and all that. He's off of a second of a back to back too. There were two players that set the tone for that game. Joel Embiid in the first quarter. And Zach Levine in the first quarter, 37 to 22. You didn't lose this game in the first quarter, right? Bulls fought their way back into it. Bulls found their way back into the in, into the lead of this game. They got the energy. Zach Levine did start playing better later on in that game. But you have to have somebody that's setting the tone right off of the bat. And I'm sorry, I do have to look at the dude that we just gave a max contract to in the offseason and say, why aren't you setting the tone for your team in the first quarter of this game? You're the one that is being low managed but by the team. I'm not putting that on Zach. But that means that you need to come out with dog in that next game. And he came and he came out right. He took a couple of shots, took a couple of bad threes, missed them. I think it was two for five. Or no, he wasn't. One for five, leaving the first quarter from the three-point line. Like, yeah, it was bad from the three. It, it was yeah. bad. Like you, you have to be the reason that your team gets going in these second of back-to-backs because the rest of them are dead. And they're gonna be dead all season. So either we're going to see him step up and be aggressive in these games, or we're going to start off these the first thing. quarters you keep struggling. Aggressive, aggressive is more than just offense. Like again, Zach Levine went after it defensively in this game. When you look at the guards in this game and the, their lack of production from the Philadelphia 76ers, Zach Levine was a big part for once to be able to say that on the defensive side of the ball. So again, bro, like I get what you're saying with that, but you can't. Just, it's two sides of basketball, and while sometimes your shot isn't going to fall, Zach's shot wasn't falling. In in the first quarter it wasn't from a lack of trying it wasn't from that he just passed up shots which was like oh i'm not going to shoot this game y'all i'm defending he tried the shots weren't falling but the defensive effort in this game he ga- he gave that hugely in this game oh I, I agree as the game goes on right and i think that's the thing with zach right like it's it's the build-up like zach is the player that's going to come out and he's going to i'm gonna facilitate i'm gonna do more i'm gonna let everybody else eat because i know i can turn it on at a moment's notice and he did we got zach tv in that mug right like he turned it on he came down knocked down two big threes got the lead close he was a part of that went but i just think that right like the beginning of these games and not to say like it's it's only on zach but at the beginning of these games off of back-to-backs you see that they need a spark you see that they're exhausted. You see that they're gassed, especially coming off of that game right last week where um, – uh, or I'm sorry, uh, um, Friday night where you lose Io for a good chunk of time, right? 
Um, and I think that that really affected kind of the rotations and things like that. And then coming into this game, no IO, no Drummond. Drummond. I think that that made a big difference in this game, right? Because it's the first game we've seen Vooch play 36 minutes all season. Vooch has been in the 28 to 32 minutes a game range. And that, and I love that. Right. But I I'm just, I I'm looking for the bulls to have a spark in that first quarter. And I just didn't see it. Now, here's the thing. They get the spark as the game goes on. They step it up defensively as the game goes on. They do a lot of good things well as the game goes on. But I I just I, – I have to to look at and, – and there is some pressure that gets put on the shoulders of the highest-paid dude on your team. And, oh, to and me, he, I didn't he, see that he, from he puts Zachary that pressure on him as well. He said yeah. after getting that contract, like, this is going to make me want to step my game up. I'm not going to rest because I got paid. And to a degree, like, too, it's like – and not, not to say, and that's why I say it's not to say overall, like Zach Levine's production so far this season has left, left a lot to be desired. I, I will say this. I guess me personally, like seeing Zach Levine step up in the way he did defensively in this game, because me yeah. and you both came into this season saying the one thing that we wanted to see from Zach is him to step up defensively. And he and did in the game. Where, and we, yeah, well, <laughs> the ball we handle still. Yeah, yeah, the ball <laughs> handle. That, that, listen, listen, bro, listen. Straight off of the kneecap. And you Drip. know it's coming every time. You're like, oh, Zach looks like he finna, like, because he gets this look in his eye, right? He's like, I'm about to go to work. Yep. And you're like, hey, how many, how much minutes left on the clock? Oh, it's eight minutes left in the fourth. Oh, he about to dribble it off his foot. It's coming. It's about he's, it's coming. <laughs> like, bro, like, your knee's there. You've had your knee your whole life. Yeah. How, you, how you keep hitting it? Yeah. Uh, but no, and again, right? This is this is this is absolutely an early in the season overreaction on my part, hundred percent, right? <laughs> like it, it's 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 seven games in, thirty games in. Hopefully, this won't matter. Yeah. But it is something where I'm like, okay, and and I love, I do love the uh, the the drummer was hurt. He would have made a big difference in this game. It depends on who he's playing against. <laughs> well, for nothing else but the rebounding. The thing is, is the rebounding yeah. game, it, it, that definitely would have helped this yeah. team a lot as the rebounding. Uh, Drummond in there. We'll see. The one, the thing with Drummond, the one-on-one defense from Drummond honestly has not been stellar this season, but the team defense from the Drummond. Team him operating in space, yeah. him keeping people from even think like him rotating and being in the right position to keep people from from penetrating has been great. But like the one-on-one defense, like when his man is dribbling in the ball, it's been okay. It hasn't been as great as everything else. So. Hey, I, I can live with Drummond giving us what he's given us this oh, season. Oh, for sure. That's, oh, that's not I, the slight. I think double the, double I, off the bench I'll take every day long. I, all day I long. think I think just the 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 uh instant like we'd have dominated this team if we had now Io maybe, but Drummond, I'm just like, I think y'all look at the history between Drummond and Embiid, bro. It's not pretty. It's yeah, not listen, 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 you think you think the history on Embiid versus the Bulls? Go look at it. Go look at Joel hey, Embiid against Drummond. My brother, my brother was like, my brother was like, it's been kind of even. And he like listed all of Joel's like scoring numbers yeah. and then his rebounds. And he started with Andre Drummond scoring or uh, rebounding numbers. And I was like, that tell me right now that it ain't been even. He was like, well, he had fourteen and fifteen in this game. I'm like that yeah. boy was getting cooked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, but we talked a lot. We've basically focused on just the Philly game. The San, Ant- the San Antonio game was more frustrating for me, even though Zach was. And you you started this off by saying your game plan doesn't work if your best player is not out there. They need to step up defensively regardless, bro. Like, yeah. that, that, game, that game was extremely frustrating to me. I think they do well in moments. You know mm, what I mean? Like, and, and I and that's the thing about the defense that I can live with, right, especially in the San Antonio game and stuff like that. Like, I – I don't expect them to play 48 minutes of intensity on defense. I just don't. I know Norm Van Leer is probably rolling in his grave hearing me say that, but I just don't. The thing to me that you need to do is step up in moments, and the Bulls have done that. The Bulls versus Philly and versus San Antonio. Defense San Antonio much less. Actually, no, (laughs) San Antonio is bad. 
San Antonio yeah. was a bad defensive yeah, game. That was a bad defensive but the, game. But the, they, they had uh, almost the same defensive game that the Bears had last night. Yeah, basically. Cowboys yeah, that was a bad Texas. defensive game. Par- apparently, we do bad defensively against Texas teams. We do we do bad in Texas. I'm going to tell you right now, it don't look good versus us versus Philly on either. I mean, but you, you got to you have I want to see just this Bulls team step up kind of how they have in those moments defensively when you need to clamp down when you need. Like, it's just it's the modern NBA. You're not going to see a, a game in 98 to, to 102 anymore very often um and you're not going to see a ton of teams do that so i i don't have an issue i'll say with the bulls defensively most of the season even though the numbers would say that we should have an issue with them. i mean well there's the, the point point difference of the 15 team in the league so there's some promise there yeah. uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more of the stats and concerning stats about the chicago bulls next up but first got to talk to you guys about bet online betonline.net is your number one source for your betting football at, and the start of the new basketball season find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis on every game and as always betonline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events including mlb mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more bet online is where the game starts we want to thank you guys for making locked on bulls your first listen today for your second listen check out locked on sports today for the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts, insight, and locked on that only locked on can provide. Locked on sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. There you have it. Now, Pat, a few concerning stats. I've talked about them over on Central today, but I want to have the conversation with you. Bulls, right now, worst uh, first quarter team in the league, have a negative point differential of negative 30. The rest of the three quarters in the game, they are plus 37, meaning a lot of these games look different if the Bulls just play defense better in the first quarter but with that being said on top of that they are the they are allowing for the second highest opponent three-point pursuit uh shooting percentage in the nba so far we know the big performances they've given up while they are the 10th team 10th best team as far as defending the corner three which was that's what hurt them last season was the yeah. corner three it seems like they've now defended the corner three better but are allowing better shooter percentages at every other aspect of the three-point shot what does that tell you how do you feel about that hearing hearing, hearing those those numbers um, you know what? The first quarter stat is the most concerning to me because, right, like, I mean, in the last three games, three games, not not like we, three games, the Bulls have not only been down in every first quarter, but um, they have been down 19 twice. It's not good. <laughs> but um, the one thing that I will say is, and I think we said it after both games, right, as, as after the Boston game, I could say the same thing after the Philly game incredibly hot quarters bulls closed out the averages played out and teams came back to earth in philly they came back to earth the bulls went on a huge run and philly couldn't knock down a three-pointer after that i mean they started knocking them down a little bit more in the uh in the third quarter going into the fourth but philly struggled with the three ball outside of that first quarter um Boston essentially couldn't hit a three after that first quarter, right? So, like, incredibly, incredibly hot quarters. And I think what it is, right, is a lot of teams are looking at the Bulls as a team that, hey, listen, they they they're, um, they start off games on the back of their heels. We can punch them in the mouth and knock them out here early. But then the Bulls wake up and they start to fight their way back into it. And I think that that's, that's the part that I look at and I'm like, all right, like, yeah, you're fighting your way back into this, but you're exerting so much energy. I mean, by the end of that, right, like, 
I, I said it during the live call of the Philly game. The Bulls were, uh, uh, who was it? I think I think it was Zach Levine or, or Alex Caruso. One of them, like, pushed the ball down the floor, flying. And the rest of the team just walked up. They were gassed. They haven't been in those uh, uh, um, deep, sit- or uh, where, where you, your team is in as deep situations this season. And so not having I.O., not having Drummond, they were gassed. They, they were walking up the court, taking their time, trying to catch their breath. I think that when you expend so much energy just trying to get back into the game, that's where a lot of these issues absolutely can come in, and especially with the bull schedule this season, right? Like, that's the part that you got to address most. You have to come out at a minimum defensively solid in those first quarters because you have to keep them close. I'm fine with you being down, but you have to keep those quarters close. You cannot be coming back from 19-point deficits to start off the game. You want to hear something even more concerning? What do you think the the league defensive uh, average rating is for teams, not players, for teams so far this season? 113, probably. That's exactly. It's 113.7. Hey, that was a good call. Guy. That's a good call. That's <laughs> um, wow. Guess what the Bulls' first uh, – what their defensive rating is through the first three quarters of a games are. What do we got? 131. <sighs> That's not good, bro. See, and even though even though it doesn't feel like they play defense, like it does feel nah, like they come out yeah. flat in the first quarter. It doesn't feel like they play bad deep. Like I, I wonder how much because if you're negative thirty in the first quarter, I would say that first quarter is probably inflating that heavily. So much. It's got to be so inflating much. that because I haven't seen a bad second, third. I can't say that the Spurs was bad all the way through. This is true. This is true. This is true. Um, but yeah, it's just it just it stood out to me that that is the Chicago Bulls defensive rating first the first three quarters. That's the only way that it breaks down. So I don't have like a breakdown of the other yeah. quarters to to see how just how much that uh that it, it's it's affecting them. But like that's still concerning, bro. To have a defensive rating that 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 fall, that much. No, it it is. But I, I think I think the numbers might be a little bit skewed on that because right when oh, you when you and their defensive you, rating they are one of they are one of the better. Their defensive rating for the season. Is one twelve, so that tells yeah. me that is definitely the first quarter. The it's, first it's quarter is completely inflated. It's skewed, and it's the first quarter. And here's the thing, right? We're at the beginning of the season. I guess, I guess we've kind of come out on the negative, right? And we we've lost two games in a row, so reasonably coming out on the negative. But I think the thing is, right? Like, and I'll ask you this: I'll ask the chat this: Are we watching things that aren't fixable by the Chicago Bulls? No, not at all. Because we're seeing them fix them the, within games. Exciting part. That's yeah. the exciting part. For yeah. Me. We're seeing them fix them within games. So if they they can fix it within a game, you can fix it in in a season. They just have to lock in and 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 make it a point. And this coaching staff has to coach that. If we if we can pick up the stats, hopefully the coaching staff is picking up the stats. They need to correct that heavily. And I I, I wonder. I don't know what's leading to this. Like on the second of a back to back, right? I guess I can kind of get it. Although in the Philly game, I don't get it right because they were on a second of a back to back as well. But mm-hmm. I, I guess on the but second Joel of a back, Joel Embiid didn't play in that in Joel, there. But neither did Zach Levine. That was my issue in the first segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? One set the tone, one didn't. Um, I, I think that my when I'm when I'm looking at what the Bulls, the, the issues that we have with the Bulls, right? Like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here that I feel like you don't have the personnel to do this with. Last season, I said, last season, as we were heading into the playoffs, we were finishing out the season, I literally said, you don't have the personnel to knock down threes. You don't have the personnel to help Vooch rebound. We're in trouble. 
You have to find that personnel. I don't feel that way this season. This season, I feel like not only do we have the personnel to to uh, help us with shooting, I think that we have a little bit better health on our side, even though there's been a lot of load management at the beginning of this season. I think that we have better rebounding. The Bulls have won a lot of the rebounding battles this year. I think they've won every rebounding battle outside of maybe the Philly one last game this season. I um, off the top of my head. But like a lot of the issues that we have are not personnel based. It's just energy mentality based. And I mean, listen, if if the Bulls can even keep that, if you can keep that quarter within ten, like that, like that's how different this is. If you can keep that quarter within ten, you win by six. It's nineteen. You can't go down nineteen. <laughs> Like, like, it's not. I'm not even saying that the Bulls can't lose the first quarter because the thing is, right? They seem like a great second half team. They seem like a great second quarter team. They mm. seem like a great closing out the first quarter team. But those first five minutes of the first quarter are atrocious, and that's the part that I'm looking at. I'm like, dog, like if we can just like just ten, like you go down ten. The Bulls are averaging three, three. I'm sorry, five three-point shots less than their opponents every game. We're averaging uh, let like less less makes as well. Like I, I, defense is a huge part. I think the defense solves a lot. It solves what the other team shoots and everything like that. But surprisingly enough, the Bulls aren't shooting the best at all. We're 27th in field goal percentage overall in the in the NBA. I believe. I think it's. I believe it's 27th. If not, it's low there. It's low. Um, let me see real quick if I can, if I can bring it home. We are twentieth. We are now twentieth. So there you go. Yeah. Um. So like the, the, we need to improve on both the defense. We need to take better shots. There's been a lot of times where we do the rush shot thing that does not work for us. We need to tighten those things up. Bro. Yeah. No, and, and I think I think that was the thing, right? Like even in the last game, there was while Zach got himself going and stuff like that. There was a lot of shots in the first quarter. There was shots in the fourth quarter. The two quarters where I need you to have them the least, where it was just like, why'd you? What was that shot? Like, why'd you take that shot? A one-legged fadeaway turnaround? You practice that shot? <laughs> yeah, do you practice? Do that you shot? practice that shot? Like, what? When do you practice that shot? <laughs> like, that's that's what, how I feel with it. And here's the wild know, part: I fully thing, know Zach practices. I was about that to shot. say. I was just about to say. Zach absolutely <laughs> practices that shot. He absolutely practices that shot. Um, but bro, going into the last segment for today, we gotta get into it, man. Let's do it. We gotta talk about the week ahead because the Bulls have. <laughs> A very interesting weekend, bro. The I next five games. The description of it. He said it's like bubbles. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson monkey bubbles made this schedule, bro. Like what? <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. So we we face the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow. Now this is a team that, while defensively they have been terrible, they still can put up some points. Um, so you don't want to overlook that team. We got a Charlotte Wednesday, the second game of a back to back. We got uh, Boston Friday, and then we got Toronto Sunday. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw in the the Monday game, even though it's technically next week. But that's the second game of a back-to-back. Both yeah. games, oh, no, it's home and home against Toronto. Um, how do you feel about this game, bro? I mean, this week, I should say. I'm sorry, the I, week ahead. Again, it feels like a, a monkey made this schedule, bro. Like, I don't know what uh, – who thought this through. Like, even, even just how we play it. It's, it's Tuesday in Brooklyn, Wednesday in Chicago – and then Friday in Boston, like what what flight path is that? Like y'all just trying to y'all trying to kill the environment. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to send planes everywhere. So they just have made. Well, I mean, it could have been worse. They could have made it a four, a four game traveling stretch. Like I mean, they threw one home game in there, but like I mean, but dog, they could have drove to Boston. 
<laughs> like you're saying if they you're not going to you're not going to you're not going to drive the boss but like like if you're going to give us if you're going to screw us scheduling at least make the travel a little bit better why would they do such a thing pat because they hate the Chicago Bulls. I mean, we, we know what it is. Right? Yeah, listen, they, they say you guys won enough in the 90s. F y'all. That's that's what it is continuing forward. Um, but, I mean, like, it, it it's – here's the thing. The Bulls can win every one of these games. The Boston oh, game might sure. be a little tough. I think Boston might – might. Uh, oh, they're out for blood. Boston's national, out for blood. National TV. Yeah, Boston's going to be out for blood. They, they, they're coming to cook a little bit uh, uh, more on that one. Um, the, the home and home with the Raptors, I'm okay with scheduling wise because, uh, they're in the same situation that you are. And we do pretty well against the Raptors, but just kind of focusing in on this Brooklyn game, bro. Uh, Booch, uh, I have a request for you and, uh, I was going to say somebody clip this up and send it to him, but it'll be me. Uh, I need 50. There's nobody. 50? You're calling 50. a 50 piece I, from no, Vooch? I, I'm, I'm, I'm requesting a 50 piece from Vooch. I need 50. And I'm going to tell you why I need 50. Against Brooklyn? There's nobody that can slow you. <laughs> There's nobody on that team that can play basketball against you, bro. There's nobody. Kyrie Irving's been their leading rebounder. Hey, watch, watch Nick Claxton <laughs> put in some work. Bro, bro, Kyrie Irving has been their leading rebounder two games this season. Like, stop playing with oh, me. Oh, I, I need you. rebound game? No, no, no. A 50-point game. Shit. <laughs> nobody should be able to stand in front of Vooch. He should be. He should look like Shaquille O'Neal mixed with Akeem Olajuwon in this game. There's nobody on that team. That can say, throw Ben Simmons at him. Push him out the way. Like get get this. What are we doing right that now? Is I need fifty from you, Booch. And and listen, s- somebody needs to cook. Might as well be the dude that's been cooking all season. I ain't talking about from the corners either. I'm talking about in the paint. Destroy these mugs, dog. Booch. Somebody send it to him. Mail it to him. Email it. I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> wow. So you're not, you're, he should just walk all over Nick Claxton. Bro, who? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you mean the dude that can't grab 10 rebounds? Hey, you know what? Guess what Nick Claxton's defensive rating is this season? What is it? 119. Vooch needs to. I'm not calling for. I'm not requesting a 50 piece, but I need. I need a 30 and 20 game hey, from hey, Nikola Vucevic hey, in this they, game. They should have kept uh, 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 Blake Griffin. Okay, how about this? What <laughs> if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? What if he? What if Vooch does only score 25? But it's because they they rest on back to back. Him and Drummond have 20 25 each. Then is that is that going to be hey, a win for you? Hey, listen, hey, listen. You know what? I need a 25 and 25 game for Vooch and Drummond. Let's just evenly split it down the middle. Like like we should destroy. Now I don't know is Drummond playing in this game. That I don't we don't know yet. We have not I got thought Drummond it, was supposed to possibly miss a couple of games. Off they the they probably won't re- announce it for sure until tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, because there's been nothing said on it right now as far that him or Io. So at least Io is out of concussion protocol. He only missed the last game because of soreness. So yeah. we'll see. Also, Steve Nash is going to coach them completely out of position the whole night. So you should absolutely oh, see, be destroying let's, them. Can we talk about how terrible of a coach Steve Nash He's is? He's awful. I feel like, bad. I, I, you know I, what it is? This is why. This is the reason why I don't want to see my some of my favorite players growing up. I'm not gonna say he was my favorite player, but he was he was in the he was one of the iconic players that I had growing up. But like I, this is why I don't want to see them like become coaches all the time or the greats because like it's just like ah, I don't like you because I know you're messing this team up, but I like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it. Ah oh, man, that's I I thought Steve Nash was gonna be so much better as a head coach. Like when he got announced to become a head coach, I'm like, you know what? 
He's probably going to be good. He is terrible. He's, he's pretty bad. But keep bad. in mind, Jason Kidd looked terrible his first stretch as a coach, too. He's looked, he's looked considerably better. Jason uh, Kidd didn't have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. All right, touche, goddamn it. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, don't, you, don't get, you don't get to be this bad. I mean, bro, it's nothing. Now, granted, it's team construction as well, right? But, like, I yeah. mean, there's nothing there, bro. Like, hey, Vooch, I need, I want that 50 but piece, bro. I will if go Drummond's back to what you playing. said as far as calling for Vooch to, Vooch to have a big night. Like, it is Nick Claxton who does have some lead. I wonder, I would not have minded if the Bulls signed Nick Claxton as their backup center, but he's been terrible defensively so far this season. Again, young season. But after him, it's Markeith Morris as their backup center. And I don't even know if he's back. I, has he? How many games has Markeith played in this season? He's played in three games so far this season. Yeah. And I think he got, I don't, I, I think he got hurt. I don't even know if he's back. Bro, yeah, I need, I need, I need. Now he, he hasn't. Played Saturday. He, he hasn't killed Claxton since he's been uh, on the Bulls. But while he was on the Magic, uh, 28 and 12, 22 and 14. Oh, no, he did get him one time, 22 and 13. And then last two games, 12 and 12, 10 and 11. That was last season where he was playing down. Yeah, nah, Vooch. I need, I need, you, to, I need you to show them uh, why they call you Vooch, man. You, and they don't call him that. You just, just call him that. It's just me. Vooch, man. Vooch! <laughs> but, hey, this would be a game. Uh, and we'll see. Like I said, I think there, it's the first game of a back-to-back. Hopefully we can finally see the Bulls get a lead early, hold on to the lead, and rest their starters on the back of a back-to-back. Yeah. Now, now I will say, that is the concerning part coming into this next game. While I while I think Vooch absolutely can destroy Nick Claxton uh, in the paint, um, the concerning part for me is – the Bulls' first quarter numbers that we just listed in the second segment, mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that—that's that's. But the a, thing uh, is, though, is last season when we played the Nets and they only did have Kyrie and uh, well, no, at that point it was it was Harden and KD because Kyrie wasn't playing. We played pretty well against the Nets last season. I, I'm if if Io's in the game, yeah. And Drum, if we have both Io and Drum, we have more than enough defensively to weather the storm. They're probably still going to get their numbers, but I think we can force them to have um, inefficient nights while still probably scoring a lot. And everything else on this day, on this Brooklyn Nets roster, I'm not worried about. Bro, I say that and watch Joe Harris come in and like smoke us. There's like always one. Points. There's yeah. always one, bro. There's always somebody that ends up killing us that shouldn't be killing. Oh, Joe Harris actually can shoot though. But I mean, like, there's always that one dude that you look at and you're just like, hey, man, we shouldn't be worried about him. Who was it? Uh, uh, who, who was just kept Niang the other game? Yeah, I mean, like Niang's been terrible all At least year. For it some wasn't for, uh, Cork Miles like it was last season. He Fork killed us last season. Cork. I don't think he's on the team anymore. I think that's he's, why. Oh, okay, well, there you I go. think that's why. Um, he couldn't kill us there. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Harris against career against the Chicago Bulls only averages eleven points, three four point four rebounds, and two point eight assists. Yeah, so he's 11. definitely going to cook us tomorrow. Those he's def- he's definitely getting three pointers. He's yeah. de- he's definitely going for twenty eight tomorrow. It's just always watch. some obscure name. He's going dude, for twenty eight tomorrow. I swear that's the problem. It's just it's just like bro, like why is he beating you? Like he had three <laughs> points yesterday. Why you? Why'd you go with that bar? He was um, eating a sandwich before the game, and he yeah. killed you, right? <laughs> that's, that's funny, bro. That is hilarious. But that is it for us for today, Pat. Go ahead and send us home, brother. Hey, man, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. Follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls and making us your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, you can go and check on Locked On Sports today. 
Uh, they're available uh, wherever you get your podcast and the Odyssey app. Make sure you guys check them out. We break down all the latest news, developments, everything. That's where you want to go for your sports uh, coverage overall. But that's it for Pat the Designer. I'm Hayes. This is Locked on Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Yeah.